Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you today and every day. Brought to you by Greher Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Welcome to the Student Sessions with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Katie Ann Regan. Katie is from Bristol and is about to start the final year of her journalism and publishing degree at Bath Spa University, currently working as a digital content creator, as well as doing work as a freelance writer for a couple of publications. Her aim for the future is to be a freelance lifestyle writer or to work within the publishing or journalism industry in some form. Regan is from a small town called Bista and is now living in the city of Bath. He has just graduated from Bath Spa University in Drama and is currently working as a social media intern. He hopes to continue his path in social media marketing whilst also looking to work in the theatre industry. Hi Katie, hi Regan, how are you doing? Hi Tonya, doing good thanks. Hi, yeah doing good. Welcome to the student sessions both of you and thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Let's start by hearing a little bit about you both and your journey to university. So Katie, do you want to start? Yeah, so um, I'm British and I'm from Bristol, which is where I've grown up for all my life. Um, I currently live here with my family and I'm currently in my third year of university studying journalism publishing at Basketball University. Um, In terms of my journey to university, I think ever since I was kind of in primary school, which I know is really cliche to say, um, I've always like remembered wanting to learn and push myself a lot to kind of do well. So I think that's really where I found my love of writing and creativity, which I've carried with me into adulthood. So naturally, I think university was always something that I assumed I would go on to do. I was also really lucky to grow up in a really supportive family environment, which I think really helped push my academic abilities. So I've never really questioned not going to university. I think it was a path that was laid out for me for my own motivation and the support I had growing up. And both my parents didn't go to university, so me and my brother were the first in our family to go. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Katie. And what about you, Regan? Uh, I was born and raised in Bista, which is a town in Oxfordshire. Um, And ever since I was a kid, I was really interested in the performing arts. Um, I remember watching Strictly Come Bouncing and so I begged my mum to make me go to dancing classes. I did that and then from there I started doing their musical theatre classes and then the the rest was history. I started doing drama at UCSC and then at A-level and from that I decided to go to university and study drama. Um, I performed at loads of theatres, I performed at Oxford Playhouse, the New Theatre in Oxford, and even Her Majesty's Royal Theatre in London. I was also really interested in tech, um, especially with marketing online and website and digital design. Um, so that was always like a little side hobby I had. Um, I'm now living in Bath, I'm currently working as an intern in online social media marketing, but also trying to look for my next big uh, Hollywood break. Wow, so we could be in the presence, Katie, of a future celebrity. Yes. But we are. (laughs) (laughs) We'll send you some uh, chopped lime and fresh ginger, shall we, Regan? Oh, please do. Shaken, I've heard. (laughs) Right, so 
Regan, you mentioned there that you're doing a, an internship at the moment. Um, and today's episode is all about working remotely. So we're in the middle of a global pandemic and businesses have had to really adapt. And what once was kind of going into an office environment has now become very much working remotely or working from home. So we've seen a massive rise in working from home over the last few months. So, Katie, tell us a bit about what working remotely means. So I would say working remotely is a style of working which allows you to kind of work outside of like a typical um, office environment, more professional environment. So it can also allow employees to work flexible hours in the comfort of their own home, which obviously has been really valuable for many people um, during the pandemic. and has also been really valuable for me as well as an intern. So you're also currently working remotely, are you? Yeah, I am also working uh, remotely as a digital content intern. Okay, and what about you, Regan? What are you doing? Yeah, so I'm also working from home um, in my bedroom, in fact, doing some social media marketing for a small independent business, which has been great. So um, I know that you've both had, you've worked before the global pandemic, so you've also had experience of working I guess, in kind of face-to-face and office environments. So, Regan, how is this new way of working been different for you? Because I know you've kind of had experience for working in a face-to-face environment. So how has it differed working remotely aside, obviously, from the fact that you're not in an office? So it's different for me that there's the process of getting into work is a lot different. So you don't have to get up two hours before, uh, check the... Google Maps to see what the traffic's like. You don't have to walk or drive. You don't meet people along the way, or you know, don't walk into the shop or office and say hi to people. It's just coming out of your bed, making sure you're washed and dressed a bit, and then sitting at your desk and turning the computer on. Um, and there's a lot less contact time with people. You need to make sure they're available to talk. It's not just as simple as going up to someone and saying hi. I need help with this. It's emailing them and seeing how it fits within their schedule to then organise a a Zoom call or video meeting. So what would you say, therefore, are the benefits for you, Regan, of working from home? Obviously, you mentioned in terms of kind of it's cut down your commuting time, for example. But what are some of the other benefits that you found with this new way of working? So I think working from home, it's allowed me to be more independent. I've definitely learned a lot about myself and how I work and how you work can change from day to day. And I think that's true when you're working from home. Um, I think I've learned how to organize my time better because I can choose for the hours I work. And so I'm able to have more control. And with that, I'm able to increase my productivity because I can choose when to have breaks and when to do more work. And it's also allowed me to work with people that I wouldn't before because it's all online. I can contact people from across the town or across the city or across the country or across the world, which I wouldn't be able to do if I was just in an you know, in this little office. And what about you, Katie? What is what has it been like working remotely? So um, for me, it wasn't much of a big change because um, as a journalism student and someone who does freelance writing, I'm quite used to working independently kind of on my own from home for a lot of the week but of course applying for a remote internship was a completely different experience for me because I haven't done that before and although the application process was just kind of like any other as I still had to send out 
a CV and a cover letter to be approved. I think the interview, which was on video call, I hadn't experienced it before, which was obviously, I think it was a little bit nerve wracking to begin with, but um, I think once you kind of relax a little bit and just kind of remember to kind of look into the camera, you know, I just felt a lot more relaxed after that. So I suppose one piece of advice I would give if you're doing a video call interview is to do that, is to keep kind of, remember to look into the camera and just kind of maybe do it in a quiet and a tidy environment because I think having a tidy space really helped me kind of keep my nerves at ease and also just kind of if this helps you because it helped me a lot I kind of kept sticky notes around my computer um, kind of near the top and at the bottom of it so it kind of allows you to kind of look at a few key words if you need reminding without um, showing the interviewer that you're kind of looking down, which obviously isn't great sometimes. So, yeah, there's, that's a bit of advice I would give for that. In terms of my working week, every Monday morning I would have a team meeting and then from there I could work as flexibly as I wanted to within that week, which I think was really beneficial for me and really effective for productivity as it allowed me to pick and choose when I needed a break which I think is really refreshing for an employer to offer as well, because being able to listen to your body when you need a break, I think is a great way of maximising your productivity. And it's great, again, that they offered that for me. Um, I do want to talk about potential problems or uh, barriers and challenges that you face whilst working from home. But I think just one question, um, and it's based on something that you'd mentioned earlier, Regan, around, you know, you can just get up, start working and whatever. How does working from home affect your work-life balance? How do you kind of structure your day so that you switch off when you need to switch off rather than kind of just being sat at your screen all hours? And that, that's for you, Regan. So it's definitely something that I haven't perfected yet. It's something that I'm still working on. But usually what I try to do is the night before is to create a short to-do list. Nothing, maybe have one huge or a, a big goal um, that maybe you need a couple of days working on, but have at least three small goals that you can do during your next sort of working pattern, which you can tick off and cross off because I feel like having that list and then crossing things off makes me feel like I've accomplished something and makes me more positive and makes me carry on working. Um, and having that sort of bigger goal that I can do over a couple of days is also really helpful because not going in with a plan, that is when I start getting distracted because I'm trying to find something to do or I get stressed that I can't find something to do and then I just don't do any work. But I think also having your work on your laptop or your computer and also on your phone uh, can be really difficult to balance because your phone is always in your pocket and you may just check in your emails, which I do all the time, even when I shouldn't be. So I think you just got to keep yourself distracted with other things you enjoy when you're not working. You know, get that hobby and work on that when you're not meant to be working and so that will allow you to maybe stop thinking about work and so when you do have to work you're more focused but it's, it's definitely a process that you've got to just trial and error and try and figure out what works best for you like Katie said before try and find a nice quiet tidy space um, you know you say a tidy space is a tidy mind but it's true is if you're in a professionally you know, a professional looking place, then it's going to make you more professional. And so do a little bit of work, have a break, do a little bit more work, have a break. And then once it gets to five o'clock, whatever, 
day and use that working on things that you enjoy doing in your free time. So Katie, any barriers or challenges that you've faced whilst working from home? And I know that you've kind of, you know, got experience of working from home because of the nature of the work that you do, but what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome? Um, I think at times I do struggle with finding a balance between working and relaxing because like you said, a lot of the work that I do normally is at home. Um, so I suppose I do struggle with letting my brain switch off for the day, but to try and kind of overcome this, I try to stay clear of my emails outside of my uh, days that I'm working, which like uh, Regan's also said, I am still trying to kind of get to terms with that because I'm a bit of a workaholic sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just kind of remembering to take breaks in between shifts is always, it's really simple, but it's always really helpful, I think. Um, whether that's just you know sitting in your garden um, if you have access to that or just a short walk around the block or something like that I think always being in nature is what really helped me kind of just to refuel myself mm. um, and also just kind of try and keep in contact if you're working in like a team environment try and keep in contact with them on a regular basis or you know just once a week to kind of let them know um, like what you're doing if you need help with anything just kind of update them so you know you don't become isolated I think that's what's helped me as well kind of just keeping in contact so I was staying on track as well for what my work the work I was doing. Then how about you Regan any challenges? I think going off what Katie said it it can be really difficult when you are working from home because you are by yourself I know a lot of people can work by themselves because it gives them like quite space to focus on but for me I think I really need uh, sort of busy environment where people are talking and doing work not necessarily with me but you know in a coffee shop or in a library it's just watching people work gives me that motivation that I need to do work as well and it makes me do it so working from home can be lonely um, and can get you maybe demotivized uh, demotivated but that's when you need to find other places to work so maybe you've got some housemates or other family members that work from home that you can maybe sit next to and work with or go to the like a little coffee shop and plug in the computer and work away because the sounds and that environment will keep you working and also like Katie said keep in contact with people you know have those emails those meetings with your bosses or your employees or even your family and friends those are great places to talk about work because it lets off steam. It lets them know what you're doing and you can show them achievements you've done or maybe some things that you need help with. And it just creates that little like, touching base that really helps you. So it's really important to find things that stimulate you and kind of sometimes, I guess, uh, people find it quite difficult to work from their home environment because often you associate home with switching off don't you so it could be quite difficult to kind of engage your brain I guess and get into the zone of working exactly exactly okay so when you look back on the last few months what would you say Katie that you've learned most from working remotely so I think I would say I've learned the most on how to better organize myself because I know even though I've like been working from home quite a lot I've had to allow myself a lot more for my own working pattern and also keeping to deadlines and kind of being prepared for meetings because obviously um, 
as an intern kind of I'm kind of more involved with uh, having to email people on a daily basis and kind of having to keep in contact on video calls so I've had to rely on myself a lot to kind of be productive and be ready for those um, and I would also say I've learned more about how to have really like much more effective virtual communications because I think before the pandemic a lot of businesses and a lot of people kind of underestimated how effective they could actually be and that sometimes you don't actually need to be in an office as well to kind of have these good communications going so I think that's something that I've learned as well. Okay and Regan what do you think you're going to take from this experience of working remotely uh, in terms of applying it kind of going forward to your next opportunity? I think what I'm going to be doing now is when searching for um, new jobs or different career paths is to also have a look at places that do have remote work available. I mean, before I didn't, it didn't really appeal to me because I thought the only thing, you know, the only way to work was in an office or at a shop or, you know, in person, but it is, it, you can work from home independently. And Kitty was saying it's, it, it can be more effective to work from home. So now I'll be looking for places that offer that. And also the whole independency of it all. I think organizing yourself and structuring your own time is really important and really effective when having you know large workloads or trying to think creatively. So I think that's what I'll be taking through. Um, and Katie, just a question for you, because you're going back into your final year um, where much of your studying, I guess, will also be done remotely for the time being. What can you take from, you know, your experience of working remotely to what you're going to be doing, which is basically studying remotely? Um, I guess what I would kind of take with me is to kind of be patient with myself, because I know me and a lot of other people probably still won't be very used to kind of working remotely on a more or less full-time basis so I suppose I think one thing I would make use of is to kind of keep in contact with my lecturers a lot more and also my tutor as well because I think a lot of the time people um, including myself may not kind of ask small questions or even just small things and like sometimes I feel like I'm you know I might be bugging a lecturer if I'm asking them too many questions but I think now I'm going to be a lot more confident in myself to kind of be like you know it's they they understand like you know universities are under like they understand the situation is stressful for everyone so they they want to help you I think that's something that I'll definitely be doing a lot more well, I'm just mindful that uh, we're coming to the end of the session today but before you leave us I just wanted to get your views I guess in terms of or even your advice that you would give to our listeners who might be worried about undertaking work remotely, particularly if they perhaps haven't had any previous work, so they've not worked in an office environment or a face-to-face environment either. Kind of what advice would you give? And I'll come to you first, Katie. Um, I think kind of like I mentioned before, um, try and keep in contact with people as much as you can or as much as it suits you. You know, like you said, with your team and your boss, if it's if it's um relevant and I think also try and kind of put things in place for you that are going to help you personally because everyone's different and it's really important to kind of learn what works for you and kind of what studying style works for you 
or what a working style as well. So I think spend some time kind of figuring that out for yourself. And for example, like what your best study environment may be, or like a soundtrack, or what time of day you kind of feel most productive. Because and even though we've had a lot of time since lockdown to kind of I suppose figure some of these things out, a lot of people may not feel completely comfortable at the moment, and that's still fine. Even though we've had months to kind of do that, a lot of people still, like Regan said, prefer kind of working with people around. So I mean, if you can do that socially distance, and that helps you, um, like to kind of be with a friend or a family member, whether that's outside or you know it's in a coffee shop or something like that. I mean, if that helps, just go ahead and do it, and just keep going. I would say even if you feel a bit stressed out about it just remember there's people to help you and just keep going in the end because it's going to be worth it when you get your degree right thanks Katie Megan I would say don't be afraid to take breaks allow yourself to step back have a stretch or walk um because it will allow yourself to be more happy with yourself and then you'll just be more positive and more proactive and be able to accomplish more things at a higher quality if you beat yourself up that might not allow you to be happy and it will just make you stop altogether. So talk to people, like you said, keep in contact, talk to your teachers, your lecturers, your professors, talk to your boss, talk to your colleagues and even your family and friends about the work and about how you feel. And they might even give you some advice that you've not even thought about. So just take it in your, in your own pace and ask for help when you need it. Thank you both so much for joining us on the student sessions today. You've been brilliant. Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, thank you. It's been a joy. Regan, do remember Katie and I when you make it big in the future, won't you? <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll make sure I have some uh, pre-signed posters for you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Beth Spy University is where creative minds meet. One of the UK's leading creative universities, Bath Spa nurtures talent and innovation, offering a wide range of courses across the arts, sciences, education, social science and business to over 7,000 students. The university employs outstanding creative professionals who support its aim to be a leading educational institution in creativity, culture and enterprise. Based in stunning countryside just a few minutes from a world heritage city, Bath Spa University ensures its students graduate as engaged global citizens who are ready for the world of work. And to our listeners, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you want to catch up on any previous episodes, do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening to the Student Sessions brought to you by Greyhair Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And if you like what you've heard today, why not leave a review and please tell your friends. We'll see you at the next session.